When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. That's right. You've clicked on a video hoping to watch a review for AEW's Rampage. And now here's a guy in some kind of gold foil like he thinks he's going to go into budget space as a budget astronaut. None of these things are happening. And if you do want to find out why I'm dressed like this, you're going to have to watch Smackdown Ups and Downs. That's right, I'm doing a Seinfeld and I'm connecting the episodes together. But hello, my name is Simon Miller, the crappy superhero. And today I thought we would go through the Friday night episode of AEW Rampage that we've all just seen and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. This is just my opinion. It counts for nothing because look at me. But let's go for a ride and up those downs. <laughs> started off with some sports entertainment on Rampage. Sometimes that's all I need. But out came Jungle Boy, Christian Cafe, and Luchasaurus. And if you're going, wait a minute, Simon, did you say Christian Cafe? Yes. Yes, I did. Because when I was making my notes, my autocorrect kept turning it into Christian Cafe. And after the fourth time it had done it, it was like, that's it. I'm keeping it. And it made me laugh. Maybe he serves a really good cup of joe. The whole point, though, is that the bad guys think that Jack Perry is an absolute goober. Whereas Jungle Boy is sick of this pair. Because not only do they keep getting in his way, they have actually wasted years of his life. And I was like, Jack, nah, man, that's not how it works. You have to go through this experience to come up the other side as a bigger person, as a stronger person. And you will learn from all of this and you'll just be a better man down the line. The boy was so wound up, though, he told Luchasaurus, listen, I want you in a steel cage match at pool gear. And this cannot be a good idea because it is a boy from the jungle saying to a dinosaur, I'm happy to be locked in a prison with you. Like, this cannot go well. Christian is such a dick, though. He accepted on Luchasaurus's behalf before not only did he insult Jungle Boy's mum, but he insulted Jungle Boy's dad. So he is just the absolute worst person on the planet, especially because here, Jungle got so mad, he launched himself at these two before the number game played out. Luchasaurus grabbed him choke slammed him onto a chair. I mean, that is a bad evening. I really am enjoying the fact we're drawing this out though, because it's nice to have a big old feud, because sometimes AEW just goes match, 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 move on, move on, move on, move on. I suppose eventually Christian Cage, sorry, Christian Cafe, will be healed and we can finally do Jungle Boy versus Christian and Jungle will win. But for now, I think it's ticking along all okay. Get that out of my eyes, giving it up. We then just had the best interview with the Death Triangle after this, because Pac was back with his hammer, And he basically said to Phoenix and Penta, listen, if we want to win, we've got to do it by any means necessary. And then he took his item of death 
and he just banged it against his trio's title. So this guy is an absolute loon, and I'm totally in love with him. It was quite the night for tournaments as well, because over on SmackDown, we had the World Cup tournament, or whatever we're calling it, and on Rampage, they were really getting into the nitty-gritty when it came to their World Title Eliminator tournament, because we had Brian Cage versus Dante Martin. I will tell you this. They could do it 7,922 times back to the back, probably enjoy it on every occasion. That's because you just knew what was gonna happen, and it was correct. And early on, Dante just threw himself at Brian Cage, and this dude caught him, held him in the air for a suplex, and then slammed his ass on the floor. And I think sometimes we do not give credit where credit is due. This is one human catching another human and throwing them around like they're some sort of piece of paper. We also learned that Ricky Starks and Lance Archer has been delayed given that Lance did try to murder Ricky on Dynamite, so that does make sense. <laughs> this tilt-a-whirl that Brian gave Dante. I was laughing. I was laughing because it was like Dante Martin was a child and I tell you this, he is not. We did make sure that Martin got his moment as well, because he did this spinning TDT, he did this Insiguri, and he did the most beautiful crossbody you've ever seen in your life. And he also followed it up with a frog splash. And while there was a tiny bit of me that thought maybe, just maybe, he was gonna win, Brian Cage has been on a little bit of a roll recently, and I presume we give it to him. We did. Dante also tried to hit him with a 450, but he totally missed. So Brian Cage absolutely murked him with this lariat. He then hit this like Nelson Slam thingamajig and finished him off with a move that we called like X something, Weapon X. So maybe he got it for the professor, but Brian Cage got the one, two, three. And this was just a fabulous big man, little man match. Like I've said, I will watch this till the cows come home. And then I'll say, Nessie, come over here. We're gonna watch it together which is weird, because now I'm watching wrestling with a cow, but sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do, giving it up. We then tease that maybe we're getting Hook versus Lee Moriarty for the FTW title at Full Gear, because they found each other backstage and they looked at each other, but that should be all right when we got this absolutely badass House of Black video. And these guys have to be coming back because they were all involved here, and it was basically Julia Hart going round to all of them and kind of resurrecting them. I mean, this was like something you would have seen in Game of Thrones. But what I hope does happen is that all four return and we just push them to the moon because there is something about this crew. It just gets me so damn intrigued. So throw them into a good story and let's ride it to the end. We then had another world title eliminator match because it was Bandido versus Roosh. Bandido is also signed with AEW, which is awesome because while Roosh is really good, I tell you, man, we have something with this damn bandit he could be quick, he could be slow, he could be strong, he could be weak. That one doesn't make any sense. But he just has so much to his game. And when he's on the screen, I can't help but look at him. This started ridiculously too because Roosh just launched himself at Pandido and then started throwing him into Barry Barricade when he went and found that extension and he started to choke Bandido. Now, Roosh is doing this every single week and clearly we are not bringing in any kind of legislation to try and stop him. So I shall bring it in and I'm going to come up with this idea called attempted murder. And that if you get a rope-like apparatus and try and choke someone, it means you're trying to kill them. Roosh really did take over for a while too, before Bandido started doing these dives. And I tell you, look, I've closed my eyes because I cannot do it justice. These were just so damn smooth. And by the time he hit a frog splash, I was like, all right, that's it. Sometimes we have to build to Dante Martin versus Bandido. And I just want them to do splashes and 450s and cross bodies over and over again. 
and I'll probably just sit there in awe. I mean, they make it look so damn effortless. One point, Bandito also caught Roosh in midair and just slammed his ass to the mat. So once again, he was using his strength. And given that we kind of got to a stalemate after this, they both started hitting the other one with German suplexes. Rouge also busted out a pile driver, which always gets me and I don't know why. But when that didn't work, Rouge's crew started to get really worried because Jose the assistant was like, woohoo, over here. And he passed his guy a chair. That meant Aubrey Edwards had to go and sort this, which is when Jose started playing around with Bandido's mask. Now, this is the second time this happened in AEW and it will not be the last. Somebody needs to stop this. It's not fair. Maybe he needs to wear it to protect his eyes. You don't know. Of course, given what happened on Dynamite, this is when John Silver ran out because he thinks that Roosh is a Roosh bag. He cast Distraction, which got rid of all these absolute goobers, which means, amazingly, Bandido saw his opportunity and he hit the most devastating move in all sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up, and he got the win. So I was just having a great time. This was so damn good. Here you have two wrestlers that can perform every move on the planet, and we won with a small package, or a variation of So I was over the moon, I think this is the right result, especially because the next round is gonna be Ethan Page versus Bandido, and I want to see that match. I do, give it up, also distraction board, plus one. We then got a mega tease, because Jake Hagar interrupted Claudio Castanoli backstage and said, hi, you should join the Jericho Appreciation Society. And don't forget, they were we the people. Hopefully we never have to mention that again but I think there was something in this. We then move straight on to Nyla Rose destroying Kayla Sparks. I mean, she wrecked her. This was great as ever though, because Nyla Rose is just the best. Cause she didn't go out there and do a Nyla Rose match. She went out there as if she was Jade Cargill. So she hit the pump kick. She did all of her poses and then finished Sparks off with the jaded. And this just goes to show wrestling can be so simple. You don't have to study to learn about this narrative. It's just basic stuff. I think it's so damn entertaining. The Birdies and Cargill zoomed out afterwards and while Nyla Rose was able to take out Kira Hogan and Layla Grace, she wasn't able to take out Jade, who kind of took her moment and she just smacked Nyla so hard in the face, I thought her damn face was going to come off and then John Travolta was going to turn up. They then had to be kept apart and I really hope when we do get to full gear, these two are really able to go at it. It doesn't need to be a 12 to 15 minute barn burner, just let them kick each other's ass. I think they're going to surprise us all, and I'm giving it an up. It's also meant for the second, maybe even third week running. Our Rampage main event was for the All-Atlantic Championship. That will always work. The longer you do put it in the last match, the more important it will get. It was also Orange Cassidy taking on Lee Johnson. And while it would have been nice if Johnson maybe had a bit more momentum, so he came across as more of a contender, I don't really think it... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because Cold Car was the first guy, so Orange kicked him away when QT Marshall and the hairy monster Nick Comorato were doing stuff. And because QT Marshall had taken the referee... Nick took this piece of fruit and he just threw him into the crowd. I was then laughing so hard because Trent and Chuck Taylor went to check on their friend, which is when QT Marshall just grabbed Danhausen and gave him a pile driver on the steel steps. So this was like some kind of choose your own adventure book. Everything was just going off. Orange then returned to take everybody out with a dive. And this is when I was like, have we actually seen any normal wrestling? I don't think we have. And while there were a few spots, once again, we just pushed escalation. Because Comorado was then trying to slam Orange Cassidy onto the floor on the outside. So Trent ran in and gave him a spear. And then somehow, ha, oh, the tag klaxon went off. And I was like, how is the tag klaxon going off? It's not even a tag match. But every Everybody was fighting everybody else on the outside, which when Lee Johnson remembered he better do something, so he hit Orange Cassidy with a DDT. I didn't really go anywhere. It was just carnage after this, and genuinely water was coming out of my eyes because it was so crazy. When I think Orange Cassidy just decided, look, enough of this. <laughs> it's gone too far. He hit the orange punch, and he just got the win. So he's still your champion. This was true, true entertainment for me. We all beat Carter up afterwards because he is an asshole. And I swear I saw Marshall and Orange Cassidy looking at each other. So maybe they're going to do a title match down the line. Also, put an extra one on that distraction counter because it definitely counts here. But if I tune into wrestling to have some fun, and then I have some fun, am I ever going to moan about that? Answer... Also, a quick shout out to QT as well, because he was such a wonderful idiot during this. Like, he totally understands how to be a heel. And when it comes to the episode as a whole, I am going to give it an up. I hate the fact that I have to say this all the time, but people tweet me, no, it is not essential viewing. But is any wrestling essential viewing? Probably not. If it vanished tomorrow, nobody would care. Let's just move on. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of Rampage. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself from articles. Make sure you go watch SmackDown Ups and Downs. Otherwise, what am I doing with my time? Come follow us on social media because it makes us feel good. My name is Simon, another crappy superhero. Thank you very much for joining me as always. I will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Um...